buddies. Oh, dang it. I start, <laughs> I started too soon. <laughs> this is going to be great. Hey, in case you guys didn't know, this is pre-recorded and I had my timing off, but anyways, <laughs> Hey again from Ohio buddies. Welcome to episode 15 of headlines and coffee, the podcast. I'm your host generator. And oh my goodness, what a weekend you guys missed out on. If you guys didn't watch my live or if you didn't watch the freedom fams live, it was great. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, I went up to Michigan to support my friends speaking at a campaign kickoff rally. Um, I'll keep my opinions about the candidates to myself. However, I will tell you that my friends did such an amazing job speaking. You need to go check out their speeches on the Freedom Fan Pop podcast on YouTube. If their speeches didn't give you an insurrection, well, then you don't love America. No, without further ado, let me bring on Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I wait, I waited for a second because, like, normally I wait and then I see, mm -hmm. oh, you're live. And I was like, I waited for a second. I was like, okay, well, maybe it doesn't do it because we're pre recording it. And then, right mm -hmm. as I got started, I saw it pop up. I was like, oh, dang it. That's <laughs> ah, okay. It happens. Oh, uh, yeah. Have you been, Bill? Oh, not bad at all. Not bad. Uh, college football kind of took a week off for me uh gosh my navy midshipmen are struggling so bad though one and six almost pulled off the upset against cincinnati the best mm -hmm. team in ohio and <laughs> stop it stop it just stop it come on let's just be honest if, if ohio state and cincinnati played right now ohio state would beat them by 20 come on <laughs> well hey that's still beating them <laughs> uh, yeah no 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 i mean ohio state would beat cincinnati yeah, that that would yeah, still yeah. be that would still oh, be yeah. beating them. I yeah. don't know. I I kind of looked at some pre because you know how Sundays they'll put out like pre polls where they mm -hmm. think like the teams will be. Um, Cincinnati is no longer in the top five. In fact, they had the way, and this is I don't agree with this ranking at all. But it had mm -hmm. Georgia as number one, right? Oklahoma was it Oklahoma that was number two? It might be. It might have been Oklahoma that was number two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Alabama as number three. Okay. That's the part that I don't get because they lost to a non-ranked team. Ohio State is number four, and that's mm -hmm. that team up north as number five. Now the official rankings haven't come out yet because well, actually, yeah, the AP top twenty-five was released today. Oh, it was released. Yeah, it was. They released it every Monday. So the new AP top twenty-five is Georgia one, Cincinnati two, Bama three, Oklahoma four. Ohio State six, or uh, I'm sorry, Ohio State five, Michigan six, Oregon State seven, Michigan State set, uh, eight, Iowa is nine, and Ole Miss is ten. How, how is uh, Iowa? How? how wh what are they smoking? Iowa can, just got beat by Purdue, a non-ranked team. Penn State? Did you say Penn State? No, 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 no. Uh, Michigan State. Oh, man, I was going to say, because Penn State just got beat by a non-ranked team in nine overtimes. The most in history, by the way, for those of you that don't know college mm -hmm. football stats, that's the most overtimes that's ever been in any football or college football game. Here's my big problem. Kentucky was number 11 and lost to number one Georgia and then had a bye week. How did they go down in rankings when Iowa loses in nine overtimes or whatever, or Penn State? No, Penn State Penn lost, State, in, the Penn State lost in the nine overtimes. But but Iowa, Iowa lost, to, lost Purdue. to Purdue. <laughs> so how did Kentucky go down? I mean, they lost to the number one team in the country, and they were giving them a game for the first half. Yeah. So I, I don't understand this. And another I, one I, I – I, I, I don't I, understand the rankings either because I mean, uh, Alabama, look, I, I Alabama's always been a good team and I'm mm -hmm. not saying that they don't deserve to be in the top 10, right. but what I'm getting at is when Ohio state loses to a ranked team, mm -hmm. like we dropped a lot, mm -hmm. whereas Alabama loses to a non-ranked team and they just drop a smidgen. Like what the, Fucking yeah. SEC, man. I swear. Yeah. I, 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 whoa, easy now. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, the ones that kind of surprise me right now, though, Jen, you've got Coastal Carolina still playing tough football at six. Yeah. yeah. And the University of Texas San Antonio, the Fighting Roadrunners, yeah, are, are eight and oh. This is like the weirdest. This has got to be the weirdest college football season. Like it has yeah. to be. It's you have so many. There's been so many upsets this year, mm -hmm. and it's just it's just a wonky season. I I don't know. We're gonna see what happens because I know like Ohio State. Like I think the the rest of our games are against ranked teams. 
Yeah, I don't think you've got any easy games left on the schedule. No. I do. Penn State, their fan, I mean, their fan base is calling for James Franklin, the head coach, to be fired at five and two. And they lost, I mean, they shouldn't have lost Illinois. I grant you that. But he's led them to two 11 win seasons in the last mm-hmm. four years. He yeah. brought them back to relevancy after, in my opinion, Penn State shouldn't even have a program. They should have mm-hmm. got the death penalty like SMU got. That- I, rem- I remember you, we had this conversation. Right. So, but, no, I, I don't know. I, I've never liked James Franklin. I, I hate his stupid face, but I don't think calling for the coach to be fired for a couple of losses like yeah. that come on and i now i haven't seen i did watch a little bit of the iowa penn state game and mm. it was a good game like right. i mean i i thought it was now as far as like illinois and penn state i didn't see the game so i don't know mm-hmm. if there was some terrible play calling illinois what. just illinois just wanted it more they apparently because oh my god illinois hasn't been relevant in freaking years i can't like, remember <laughs> I don't think Illinois has been relevant in football since the Dick Buckus days. I mean, seriously. No, they because I, I remember them being really big um, when I was a young, a young sergeant because I I had uh, a buddy of mine. He's from Illinois and he's a big Illini fan. And that that was back when it, Ohio State did play against Illinois and we had the Illy Buck. It was the game for the Illy Buck. Mm-hmm. For those of you oh, that don't yeah, know yeah. the Illy Buck, it's the little wooden turtle that you know we'll get passed back and forth which we've held on like we we finished it with us like we have the the little turtle but um yeah like i, I don't know it's been a while like they haven't been relevant for a very long time so <laughs> good good job illinois for beating the crap that wasn't the crap out of them but for you know beating penn state so yeah well, it's a weird that, football season the one that drives me nuts why is Notre Dame ranked higher than Kentucky. When Notre Dame lost, I mean, they struggled against USC. Um, they pulled away at the end, but they did struggle. Mm-hmm. But Notre Dame lost to – who was it again? They lost they, to Iowa, wasn't yeah, they, it? It may have been Iowa. I'm pretty Hold sure on. it was Iowa. It was a ranked team that they lost to. But like, oh, they if lost you're, to Cincinnati. If, they lost to Oh, Cincinnati. Two. Okay, I was going to say, okay. I knew it was a ranked team. But, you know, Bill, if you're going to complain about – these teams that lost, like, why are we not complaining about that team up north who hasn't played any relevant teams all year and they're ranked, would you say, sixth? Yeah, they're ranked sixth. They haven't played any – they have not played a single ranked team all season. No, but they've got a gauntlet coming up, same as Ohio State. Because Oh, yeah. yeah you they got, got State this weekend, don't they? Yeah, this week it's uh, Michigan State versus Michigan. Indiana's not in the ranked, but they're not a pushover. Uh, then Penn State. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Did you see no. the Ohio? Did you see the Ohio State Indiana game? Ohio State does that to almost everybody, though. So almost every, except the SEC. I did. Anyway. I, I did <laughs> feel slightly bad for Indiana this weekend because they their starting quarterback was out, mm-hmm. so they had their secondary, and then their secondary got injured, so they were playing with their third string quarterback. I was like, oh, poor buddies. <laughs> What are we going to do in November, you and I? Because I ah, wow. Uh so that's hate that's hate week. That, it that is, episode will be titled Hate Week. <laughs> it is Hate Week. So I'm going to actually have to have a conversation with my dad because I might have guests that weekend being ah. after Thanksgiving. So we will we'll have to talk and see what we figure <laughs> out cuz yeah, we're going to have to figure something out. That's Hate Week. That's hate. That's hate week. We got. We got. We got to figure out some kind of creative bet or uh, yeah, something. something. And then uh, let's do a poll. So for those of you that are listening, like I said, this isn't live. So we're gonna do a poll. I think I can do it on. I think I can do one on TikTok. So jump over to my TikTok. I'll do a poll video and um, for you know the lead up to hate week, and we'll see how many people think. Because I I will be the first to admit to you guys that this game will be a good game. I I don't think this is going to be one-sided at all. I do think that this is going to be a good game. So we'll do a poll and see how many of you guys are team Jen Jen or team Bill. (laughs) Oh, well, this is is rigged. (laughs) No, because I got, I I do have some, uh, some Michigan fans uh, that are, that are following me on TikTok. So let's see how many people think that, that team up north is going to win, or is it going to be the Ohio State Buckeyes? That'll be good. I'll do I'll do a a poll video, 
we'll we'll, we'll kick it off for for november so next all week right. uh keep a lookout like for it. that poll video and go out get out there vote and you let me know what you think <laughs> it's we'll, we'll right. have that as a kickoff so we'll we'll figure out like we'll it. figure something out it'll be fun I like but, it. All right. So um, this week, you guys, we have our we're doing our we're wrapping up our Halloween month. We are going to continue doing like our little top tens because I think it's fun. And, you know, I know people mm -hmm. want to know and is interested in like compare and contrast, whatever. Um, but this week to wrap up our Halloween month, we are going to do our top 10 Halloween movies, whether that's Halloween theme movies or just scary movies. Um, so let's kick it off with number 10. I have The Craft. Oh, my wife 10. would love you right now. She loves yeah, that movie. That's a great uh, movie. Not number 10, I'm going to go with the, I guess, the one that would kick it all off. Uh, the OG, the original Scream Queen Halloween. We're going to with the original 1978 version. Yes. <laughs> we just so. watched that. We just, for those of you that were uh, in my TikTok live that day, we, we were streaming live the first original, the first original, the Halloween 1978 version and you know i just i have to share I'm, i know i keep like segueing off things oh, yeah. but so when we watched it so i remember watching it when i was younger and i remember it being scary mm -hmm. watching it again you guys that movie's not scary it's fucking hilarious oh my <laughs> god it's so funny like my favorite part <sighs> so the end the end was like probably what made me laugh the hardest so I have forgotten that Lori stabs him in the eye with a hanger. And so she's hiding in the closet. I was like, poke him in the eye with a hanger. And then she poked him in the <laughs> eye with a hanger. I was like, oh my God, she hurt me. And then after that, that after that, when he's laying on the ground, so she goes up to the hallway to where the two kids are. Tell me, why are they sitting in a powwow in the hallway with Michael Myers just laid the fuck out in the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> and then oh. and then to top it off after he comes back and if this is spoiler alerts well shame on you guys for never seeing halloween um so then right? when he comes back up and when dr loomis shoots him the way michael was getting shot was the funniest thing like i can't really do it because the camera's too close to me like maybe you can kind of see like the way he like flails his arms as as he gets shot with each bullet and then flies out the window it was so funny to me oh wow <laughs> all right so what's next <clears throat> Uh, so number nine, I have Casper, the Devin Sawa Casper with uh, what's that girl's name? Christina uh, Ritchie. Yes. Christi yeah. With Christina Ritchie. I love that movie. It's one of my okay. favorites growing up. Uh, my next one is the other classic Friday the 13th based on uh, John Carpenter. Okay. For those of you that don't know, John Carpenter, some people call him eccentric. I say he's a dick. Okay, <laughs> the guy the guy is from here in Kentucky. He I want to say it was 2008. Maybe he got an honorary doctorate from Western Kentucky University. And there's mm -hmm. all kinds of Easter egg references to Kentucky with, you know, I think the uh, sanitarium or the insane asylum is in Elizabethtown. And there's the Bluegrass Parkway or the Cumberland Parkway or something like mm -hmm. that. You know, there's a bunch of references and, you know, that's cool and all. But we went to interview him because I was working for a local TV station at the time in the news department. And I went to go try to interview him. And I was, you would have thought I yelled out gun in a <laughs> crowded restaurant or something. His people just mobbed me to stop me trying to, first of all, don't try to touch my camera. Don't, yeah. don't touch my camera. Okay. <laughs> That, no, seriously, that, that's a huge no-no. If you don't want me recording, that's fine. Come mm -hmm. and say, you know, and, and I'll be cool. But when, yeah. you try to, when you immediately go like, don't touch <laughs> Yeah. Oh, hell no. No, 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 no. That's what we got. I mean, you've already started off on a bad note. Mm -hmm. Oh, he doesn't do interviews. He doesn't do interviews. And he doesn't do them with local media. And I'm like, so wait, this local community came out to support him mm -hmm. getting this honorary doctorate, his his speech for this doctorate was thank you Western and goodbye. That, that was literally it. He was up on wow. that stage less than 30 seconds to get this honorary doctorate. Wow. And you know, my wife was like, well, maybe he's just not a people person. I was like, he has to work with people. He's a movie director. Yeah. You know, he has to motivate people sometimes. So mm -hmm. it's not that he, he's just a dick. And I think he's like Tom Cruise and uh, who's the other guy. Uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. What's his name? Oh, um, Johnny Depp. Yeah, they're just ashamed to admit they're from Kentucky or that they were born <laughs> in Kentucky. 
Yeah, anyway, maybe. So maybe that, I guess that's is. why I'm a big fan of Jennifer Lawrence. She, you know, she's a Louisville fan, so she throws up the L's, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But you know, at least she's proud to be from Kentucky. The, the other yeah. three guys I mentioned, yeah, Carpenter's just a dick. But Friday the Thirteenth, you can't, you cannot not have it on this list. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a little sad that you have it like as high as you do, but. Well, this is my list. So <laughs> it is your list. I know it is your list. I'm still going to judge a little bit. Um, but I'm re- I am really curious to hear what's in your top five. So let's move okay. on uh, to number eight. I have the Amityville movie, the one with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. I think my, it's just called my, Amityville Horrors or something. Yeah. Amityville Horror. Yeah. Uh, my number eight is The Shinnin. Or uh, <laughs> that's what the uh, groundskeeper on uh, groundskeeper Willie on uh, The Simpsons. He calls it the Shining when it's actually the, the Shining. The Shining. That is a great movie. And mm-hmm. uh, me. So before we um, went live, me and Bill were kind of talking a little bit, and I was like, "I'm a little mad that I didn't even put the Shining on my list. Like I didn't even think about it." But um, you know, it is what it is. Because I, I have two things on my list. Well, mainly one that probably don't really belong on here. But mm-hmm. oh well. I just. It, it is what it is. So number seven, this is the one I'm talking about because it's not a movie, but it's something that I'm making my way through currently. And that is the American Horror Stories. I, I mm-hmm. put that on there because I started it just because of the fact that it's Halloween. Okay. Uh, my number seven is, you know, I almost wanted to go with Wes Craven's New Nightmare because it's mm-hmm. a better movie, I think, mm-hmm. overall. But, you know, I, I got to stick with the OGs. I got to go with the ones that brought me to the dance in Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I forgot about Nightmare on Elm Street. Man, what was wrong with me? It's, it's what been, is, I'm what telling you, wrong with you, it's, listen, when I say it was a long weekend, it was mm-hmm. a long weekend. Like I got home yesterday and I took a nap mm-hmm. and then we went out to dinner with uh, some family friends and then I went to bed probably like 10 o'clock. And I slept, I woke up at seven and then I was like, I'm still tired. And I slept some more and I didn't get out of bed till 1030. I don't ever sleep in that late, but I did not have any, I didn't get any quality sleep being up in Michigan partying with my friends. So mm-hmm. it's just been, it was a really long weekend. Um, so moving on, number six, Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, my Ernest goes to camp is one of my favorite. Yes, uh, Ernest goes to camp. Yeah, that, comedies, was, so. that one was definitely one of my favorite ones. But you got to have Ernest scared stupid on here. Yeah. Respect. Okay, uh, mine is going to be Hocus Pocus because my wife wouldn't let me make this list without it. So you would probably be you would have been fired if you didn't have Hocus Pocus <laughs> on your list. I'm mad that you have it at six, but oh, at wow. least you have it on your okay. list. Okay. All right, so hanging on um, by a thread, Bill. <laughs> hanging on by a thread. So if anyone, uh, I'm going to do another poll. If anyone thinks I should fire Bill, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm never going to fire Bill. Um, all right, so for my number five, I just put the Halloween franchise. Okay. Because I do like the Halloween. I mean, I'm making my way. I haven't seen all of them. I'm making my way through them, but mm-hmm. I really like the original, and that's okay. that's where it's at. Michael Myers. Okay, so at number five. I had a tie and I, I couldn't break it. I couldn't break it. But, <laughs> Let's hear him. Okay. So uh screen phenomenal. Movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought the original screen was groundbreaking. It was really mm-hmm. good. And psycho. Oh my God. I'm so mad at uh, yeah. myself right now. Let's take that a poll. Should really we good. fire Jen? Should we fire Jen? I will do a poll video this week and you guys let me know. Should we fire Jen and find a new host for Headlines and Coffee, the podcast? (laughs) I'm so mad at myself that I left both of those movies off. Oh, my gosh. Because especially because why do you keep doing this to me, Bill? Because you're saying these cool things right before one that's like really fucking lame. But like, I love it because it's my list and people are going to judge me so hard for my number four. You guys are going to judge me so hard because you're like, that's not a Halloween movie. Okay. But I still watch it during Halloween, the nightmare before Christmas. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh my God, you're yes, you're my you're like we're soulmates. No, that's oh an my awesome. God. 
Yes. No, I think um, I think that's a a very classic movie that you can watch during the spooky season, and yeah. it's okay. Yeah, and you can turn that. around and watch it for Christmas again. See, a lot of people are like that's a Christmas movie. I'm like, no, it's a, it's both. <laughs> now, if it makes you feel any better, though, my number four movie is not really a Halloween movie either. But we're now getting into my top four, and these are movies that are scary to me because this is shit that could like legit happen. Okay, mm -hmm. I don't think there's going to be some invincible monster from the lake to come and kill me, and somebody's yeah. not going to come at me in my dreams and kill me. Mm -hmm. But the purge, <gasps> not yeah, the the original yeah. purge. You know, I, I like a couple of the other movies. A mm -hmm. couple of them were stupid, mm -hmm. but the OG purge that yes. shit is scary because that is something like I could see that happening. And, yeah, like in that yeah. aspect that. It mm -hmm. could happen is scary. Like the movie itself. I mean, I yeah. really did like the franchise. I, mm. I don't remember all of them. I do remember one of them being like, oh, that's really stupid. But yeah. like overall, I think the franchise was really good. And it, mm -hmm. it is scary in the aspect that like th this is something that could very well happen. Yeah. I sometimes, like the first. Oh, sometimes we might need it to happen. We might uh, need it to happen. We, we can have that. <laughs> if we're going to have that discussion, we need to have Felix back. Uh <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the first purge I thought it was great, I thought it was groundbreaking, mm -hmm. it was something different. The second mm -hmm. one was hot garbage, the third one I believe was election year, and mm -hmm. that one was really good. Mm -hmm. And then they had the first purge with Marissa Tomei, that one was not bad, but it was all over the place. And I have mm -hmm. not seen the newest one, I think I've seen all of them, I just can't, ever, I can't remember them. I think I did see the newest one, I think the newest one was really good, if I remember it right. Have anarchy is that what it's called it, I, it, may, it may have been but the previews really turned me off because mm -hmm. it seemed and no spoilers but it seemed to me like it was very politically anti-trump charged yeah and maybe i was wrong but it really turned me off so i kind of lost some interest but yeah um i don't uh, remember I, there really being any references to that in the okay. movie okay. i don't well, remember maybe, it's been a while just, i'm like terrible at remembering stuff well, I might, I might have just uh, misinterpreted the uh, previews. And uh, have mm -hmm. you seen the show on USA? I didn't know there was a show. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a miniseries show, uh, The Purge on U on the USA Network. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Is it any good? Have you seen it? Uh, you know what? I enjoyed it, but my wife didn't. So I kind of stopped about three fourths of the way through. So I've got mm -hmm. to finish up and pick. Uh, I got to pick it back up and finish it off. Interesting. I might have to. I might have to check that out. All right. So moving on to our top three. Yay. Uh, so my number three is it. Okay. The OG, the new ones. I love them. They're great. You know, the, the, the Pennywise and the sewer thing is kind of creepy, but beyond that, I think I, I, I'm just not a fan. Now, I'm not saying it's like a super scare. Now, I will say that the second one uh, did scare the bejesus out of me when he grew <laughs> for no freaking reason. Like that did because I wasn't expecting it. But I think like overall, like I just I don't know. I really enjoy I really enjoy the it movies. OK, uh, my number three is another one that. Uh, in real real life, wouldn't be surprised if it happened or if it hasn't already happened. Uh, Saw. I have mad at myself again. I oh love that gosh. franchise. I absolutely. I didn't. Well, I didn't really think of it as like Halloween movies. I guess. I mean, the first, that the first one, and it was very creepy. It was very well done. Everything about it was top shelf when it comes to horror films. Mm -hmm. But at the end, when the dead body guy, he's been alive this whole time, and he moves, yeah. I'm like, oh. Oh, shit. Like, how was he just laying there the whole time? Oh, my God. That's such a great franchise. That is a phenomenal franchise. I kind of want to redo my list. <laughs> like, so that's Yeah, that's great. I loved I think I'm pretty sure I've seen every single one of them, too. Maybe not the newest one. But I remember I sat there and I watched. I made my way through all Ta of them. Tabitha and I went and saw the latest one. It was the one with Chris Rock, and it was called... Not I maybe it was the book of Saul. I can't remember, but we oh then I definitely didn't see it. I hadn't seen Chris Rock in anything in years. Yeah, the one that the one with, that we just went and watched, it's maybe a spin-off of Saul, but it was starring Chris Rock and it was I had it figured out in the first Can 20 I? minutes. I, I knew who the killer was. I leaned over and I told my wife in the theater, and she says, Shut up. And then when the killer's revealed, she does this. How did you know? And I said, "Oh man, that was easy." That was well. So that kind of sucks if they made it that obvious. Yeah. It, it's pretty. I definitely haven't. Like I said, I definitely haven't seen that one. All right, All right. so moving on to number two, um, the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. Mm -hmm. 
That's cool. I love Respect. all of them. Every okay. single one of them. My number two. This one is scary because this could really happen. Have you seen Vacancy? I feel like I have. Vacancy stars Clive Owen and uh, my girl, Kate Beckinsale. Oh, my God. And they break down on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere. As most scary movies start. Yes. And a trucker (laughs) takes them to a hotel Uh where they get terrorized. And the I feel way like they I've get, seen it, but I cannot remember. The way they get terrorized. I mean, mm-hmm. this movie, it's like, this is like some, woo-wee. Yeah. yeah. It, I, might have to, I might have to watch it again. I am pretty sure I've seen it. Because it, the name sounds shit. familiar. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. But that kind of reminds me of Identity. That's a good fucking movie. That's I've not on my that list. One. That's You've not seen Identity? I have not. Oh, no. You've got, with John Cusack, bro. You've got to watch it. I'm telling you what, you're, you're, you, you got to watch it. Like the the twist at the end, I'm not obviously not going to spoil it for you, even though you should have seen it by now. But I, (laughs) you've got, (laughs) you've got to go see, you've got go see, but you've got to watch Identity. It is a, is that the name of it? Identity with John Cusack and Ray Liotta. Got me, sister. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, I'm going to look it up real quick. But while I'm looking it up, I'm going to go ahead and reveal my number one. You should be able to guess it. Okay. Do you know what my number one is? No, I, I don't know. You look. I almost. I would have. So. I would have fired you if you didn't put it on the list. Okay. Hocus Pocus is my number one Halloween movie. Okay, that and that's fair. That's cool. My number one. Watch that. My that number one movie. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Probably every weekend. Okay. That is my. Yeah, Identity with John Cusack. It was no. Go ahead. A 2003 film. Okay, yeah, identity. Okay. So you okay. looked at it for me. Thank you. Yep. Um, oh, I'm not playing. That's, yeah, that's so what's you your number me. one movie? My number one, the scariest movie of all time, Glitter yeah. with Mariah Carey. I do what I can. I wasn't Actually, expecting that. That's funny. Okay. No, my my number one <laughs> Halloween movie, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh, that is a great one. I can't. Oh man, I'm fired. I can't do list anymore. <laughs> oh, how did how did I not put that on there? I didn't put so many good ones on there because there's too many. You guys, please forgive yeah. me. Maybe I, next I, time we do a top twenty five. I'm just kidding. We are not doing a top twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, when, when, we covered, when we talked about the Rolling Stone thing, we went through probably a hundred. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did go through a lot of those, but man, oh man, that was a great list though. That was fun. So we will have yeah, to figure out what um, our next week's top 10 is, but it will not be yeah. Halloween themed. Maybe we'll go Thanksgiving themed. Oh, you know November. what we should do leading up to hate week is come up with our top. We may have to go top 15 on this one, but our top 10 football movies. We can do that for hate uh, for hate week, yeah. We might, yeah. We should be able to do that for hate week. We'll yeah. do our top top ten favorite football movies. Ooh, Ooh we might with... have to do fifteen. Oh man, yeah. See, I, I'm like, man, narrowing it down to ten. There's That's so many, yeah. There's so many. We'll do ten. We'll do ten. Okay, yeah. We'll just there might be some that's tied. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that was our top ten this week, you guys. Um, hope you enjoyed that. So let's go over some today in American history. Um, again. I, I, I'm thinking like the end of October just really, I think we were just as Americans kind of didn't really do much and just kind of sat on our bums. Maybe, you know, saving the energy because winter's coming. I don't know, but there's not much for American history today. So in 1881, the three Earp brothers and Doc Holliday have a shootout with the Clantons and the McCorys. I think I said that wrong. At the OK Corral in Tombstone, Arizona Territory. Um, in 2001, the dreadful, the dreadful, USA Patriot Act was signed into law by President Bush. And for birthdays, 1947, for you Hill Dog fans, Hillary Rodham Clinton's birthday. Yay. Sarcasm. <laughs> um, and 1967 is Keith Urban. Now, you guys, those birthdays are for um, October 25th. I wasn't thinking when I got these together and grab tomorrow's because again this is pre-recorded so these are birthdays for october 25th so i guess happy birthday 
Hill Dog and Keith Urban. What's up, Bill? Uh, okay, first of all, <laughs> Keith Urban, the most underrated, one of the most underrated musicians of our generation. I've mm -hmm. seen him live. He can play the guitar like Eddie Van Halen. That dude is a oh, beast. Wow. Oh, yeah, he's a monster. Uh, also on the state in history, I know a lot of people associate it with Pearl Harbor, but the actual first recorded Japanese kamikaze attack on American ships happened on this day in 1944 at the Battle of Late Gulf. I think I did see that and for some reason was like, I really don't want to talk about that. I don't know why. But I was gotta let your producer I, know these things. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't that I did, I didn't want to talk about, it, but I was just right. like, I, I don't know. For some reason, I was like, meh. I guess it was just the meh. But yes, that that was that was like the only other American history that was on today for today's day. And again, I I messed up and didn't get tomorrow's, which is my bad. But if you want to know more on American history and today in American history, go to historynet.com. That's where I get all of my history stuffs. Um, moving on to some headlines. Today, Monday, October 25th, for those of you that don't know, uh, thousands of New York City workers march across the Brooklyn Bridge protesting the VAX mandates. This protest took place after Mayor de Blasio announced last week that he will be mandating vaccines for city workers. This mandate will affect 160,500 city employees, including first responders. Those that fail, fail to provide proof at their first shot by the 29th, which is this Friday, will be placed on unpaid leave. Imagine this, you guys. Thousands of people taking to the streets and peacefully protesting in New York, of all places, against the vaccine mandate. Do I have to say that again? In New York, of all places, we have thousands of American citizens taking to the streets and peacefully protesting. Now, before you guys, when I say you guys, I mean you lefties, get yourselves all up in arms and say, well, probably a bunch of cis white men. Nope. Go look at the pictures. They are of all colors, all genders, and I'm sure all orientations because, you know, you can't always look at someone and know their orientation. Anyways, um, they, of course, came loaded with their typical chants, hold the line, and let's go Brandon, except not let's go Brandon, if you catch my drift. On top of that, NYPD union is suing the city over the vaccine mandate. Aren't you guys tired of hearing about all this? I know I'm tired of talking about it. It's always about the jab. It's always about mandates anymore. With all these protests and future protests planned, someone will have to waver. Spoiler alert, it's not going to be us. So continue to stand up for your rights and continue to fight the good fight. And because... It's always the same headlines for the most part, over and over. I just want to remind you guys that there is still a crisis at the border. Not sure if you saw the newest caravan that's making their way, but there's like thousands. I don't know what the exact number is, but it's a pretty big caravan that's headed our way. Not sure if you guys also heard about the militias now manning the border to try to help. Yep, that's a thing. We still have a supply shortage. No idea when that will end. But, you know, according to Jen Psaki, that's because all the Americans are out buying things. That's a lie, in case you guys didn't know that. Oh, we still have the rules for thee, but not for me going on, in case you guys didn't see our president, of all people, going through a restaurant without a mask. There's other, we know, there's other politicians. We just saw Lori Lightfoot do the same thing last week. Um, gas prices have risen every day for the past 29 days. Gas prices have risen every day for the past 29 days. But there's no inflation, you guys. And CNN shockingly highlighted the terrible approval ratings of Joe. But of course, they had to make sure that they mentioned that Trump's were worse. And for some feel-good news, an 11-year-old boy holds a fundraiser for Alzheimer's Association in memory of his great-grandmother. His great-grandmother died last year before Christmas, so Michael Cotton, the 11-year-old boy, decided to do something to help, so he stood up a little stand outside his home in Milford on the 23rd and 24th and sold desserts, cider, and jewelry. With his stand and online donations, Michael has raised $1,600. Way to go, Michael. I think that's great. Now for the Raider Report. You guys... You guys have been hearing it all over the news and we're going to bring Bill on in a little bit and get his, his viewpoint, but we're going to talk about this tragic shooting of, I'm probably going to mess her name up. It's uh, shit. I don't know how to say her name. The cinematographer, um, 
that was working the movie Rust with Alec Baldwin and the director got shot as well. Before we move on, buddies, let's take a quick break. Welcome back. Now let's continue on with the show. Um, so here, here's the pretty much the scoop of it, so to speak. So they were shooting, and I think they were doing their little practice runs. Um, and they do these these shots where, like, and you guys have all watched movies, I'm, I'm assuming, um, but you guys have all seen those shots where the person with the gun is holding it to the camera to make it look like they're shooting at somebody or pointing it at somebody or whatever crazy cinematography tricks that they do for that. Well, that's what was happening, and Alec pulled the trigger, and the bullet went through the cinematographer through and then hit the uh, the director and the collarbone. The, the director survived. Helena, Helena, I cannot remember how to say her name. I'm really messing it up. Helena, it might be Helena uh, Hutchins. Do you know how to say it? Is it Helena? It's Helena. Yes. Okay. Helena Hutchins. Uh, so she obviously got killed. And then, you know, the director, Joel Souza was injured at the time. Now, th this is where I'm having a problem because now one, I have a problem with the fact that now they're going to try to come after the 24 year old armorer who provided the weapon. I also have a problem with the fact that, that like, I have a problem that they're blaming her to me. It's everyone's responsibility. Whoever handles that gun, it's their responsibility to treat that gun like it's loaded, especially because it was a real gun, which I didn't know that. I didn't know that they used real guns. I thought that they always used prop guns, maybe the prop guns that, you know, shoot blanks, but I did not know that they used like legit real guns. So yes, she holds some responsibility. So does the person she handed the gun to. And so does Alec Baldwin himself. They hold some sort of responsibility because they, you always treat a weapon like it's loaded. You always clear it do all the safety. And I listened to um, the office ladies podcast. And one thing I distinctly remember them talking about the office, you guys, they don't do these tricks and shootouts and stuff like that in the office. They would have an hour long safety brief because they're going to have a lit candle on the set for a lit candle. They'd have an hour long safety. brief. So you cannot tell me that safety briefs aren't happening when guns are involved. Now, Actually I, I I do need. I think it's important to note that there were reports as early as three days ago, well, three days before the shooting, that there were unsafe firearm pra handling practices going on on that mm -hmm. set. So much, in fact, that two people quit the day before of the shooting. Oh wow! I didn't, yeah. I did not hear anything about that. That's crazy. Because I and yeah. I think that I do know that that was part of. Um, the issue with the 24 year old armor that she was incompetent and all it's like, well, if she's incompetent, why the heck did you hire her to begin with? Um, mm -hmm. I did hear that she like handed a gun to some 11 year old kid without even like checking it and all that. But regardless, it doesn't change the fact that, you know, some people need to start taking some responsibility. Now bring me back to Alec Baldwin. I, I did initially laugh because I did see the tweet that he tweeted 22nd of September back in 2017 about, I wonder what it's like to, oh, what the heck was the tweet? I wonder what it's like to take someone's life or something like that. I forget what, what it was verbatim, but I, I did laugh. I was like, oh, what an idiot. He, I guess that age well type of thing. But then I started thinking about it and what really, I guess, kind of flipped my view was seeing the pictures of Alec Baldwin outside of the sheriff's department and a complete mess. And I started thinking about it. And I really want you guys to hear me when I say this. These people, and if you're one of them, you need to include yourself. I've I've owned up to what I did and I, I asked for forgiveness because we're doing exactly what we judge the left on doing. For these all these people on the left that are like, laughing like when rush limbaugh died and they're laughing about it they're being disgusting about it just because he's on the right like that's a human life so if you're making fun of alec baldwin and don't get me wrong the memes are funny there are some memes that are really funny but at the same time you have to remember that this is a human being he did not intentionally take somebody's life this was a tragic accident that's happened before um and you would think that they would come up with some new safety protocols to fix it. Like, I don't know why there's real guns on set and I don't 
know why there's real bullets. Like, why is there a bullet in that gun? Anyways, you guys really need to think about the things that you're saying, especially if you're going to bring up the fact that, oh, haha, he said this back in 2017. You're doing the same thing. You're saying and laughing about all these things. Who's to say that's not going to be you five years from now that accidentally takes somebody's life because of a tragic accident? So I challenge you guys to be a better person, take the high road, and realize that this is one of those moments that we need to use our compassion instead of our, our vileness, if that makes sense. Um, now I'm curious, Bill, as to what your point of view of all this is. Okay, so I do want to make sure that we have the correct information here. So if you are watching this, uh, I'm going to share it on the screen. This is from the Los Angeles Times earlier today. Okay, so the crew of the movie Rust described onset gun safety issues and misfires, misfires before the shooting mm -hmm. happened. Okay, that's number one. Our, and, the, and, they, and this is a quote from the article from the Los Angeles Times. Hours before Alec Baldwin fatally shot cinematographer on the New Mexico set of Rust with a prop gun, half a, a half dozen camera crew workers walked off the set to protest the working conditions. Okay? Mm -hmm. If you've got people walking off the set and you have misfires, why in the hell? Are you continuing not only filming this movie, but putting live rounds anywhere near people on this set? Well, but that's not why people are walking off. They're walking off because it says right here that they're frustrated by the conditions surrounding the low budget film, including complaints about long hours, long commutes and waiting for their paychecks, according to three people. Now, I'm not saying that the, the safety but wasn't go, a go, factor. Go to the next paragraph safety protocols standard in the industry including gun inspections were not strictly followed mm -hmm. on the rest set near santa fe they say at least one camera operator this is at least one camera yeah. operator last weekend to a production man uh, complained about gun management safety on the set mm -hmm. so there i'm not okay. like like i said i'm not saying that it wasn't a factor right, but right. like let's Absolutely. just be clear that that's not Let's not make it into something yeah. that it wasn't. They didn't walk off set just because of the gun safety. There's other, uh, those work conditions that I, were playing I, a factor of it. I, I, I'd have to do a little more digging, but I saw an article that said at least two did walk off because of the gun mm -hmm. safety issues. So, yeah. But, Which I mean, honestly, like yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised with it being Hollywood mm -hmm. and people are being unsafe with guns and handing them to kids without making sure they're clear. Like, I don't know why we're, I, I just, there to me, there's a lot of unanswered questions uh, mm -hmm. surrounding this specific incident. And one thing that Alec Baldwin and anyone else that's affected by this should probably really advocate for. And I think it, what's the show? The Rookie. I think it's called The Rookie. Mm -hmm. They're no longer going to use real guns on set because of this incident. And I think that's very important. They shouldn't be using. I didn't know that they used real guns. I thought maybe. Like cap guns, I thought was like the most like cap guns that look like real guns. You know what I mean? Because right, right. I thought that's what it was. So if if people like Alec Baldwin, like you, mm -hmm. you should use your platform and stop coming after people on the right and their their gun control because they do have a point. You know, you've mm -hmm. killed more people than most law abiding citizens have. Just saying, but that, that's. But I think that you should use your platform to influence change within the industry as far as. You shouldn't be using real guns. There should not be live ammo on set ever. Like you guys have these prop masters that are amazing at what they do. They can create, you know, things that look realistic enough for, and, and you guys have CGI. There's, there's absolutely no reason why people should be put into a situation like that. And I, I think that protocols should definitely be followed because like I said, you treat every gun like it's loaded and, Whoever the the armor, she should have cleared the gun, handed it to whoever. He should have cleared the gun, even though he watched her. You still do it. Clear the gun and make sure it's safe. And then Alec, when he got the gun, he should have cleared it to make sure it was safe before he started acting. Okay. So almost 30 years ago, we lost Brandon Lee mm -hmm. to a very similar incident. Mm-hmm. 
you would think that Hollywood would have learned that lesson. And I'm on board 100% with you. There is no reason on this earth on a movie set, should there be a real gun or real ammunition? Mm-hmm. Okay, between CGI. Hell, I've got a couple of airsoft guns that yes. if, if I if I did not have an orange barrel on them, and I walked down the street, cops would come and pick me up. Yeah, and there's okay. plenty of airsoft guns that don't have that orange tip. Or there's this great thing called paint. Yeah, you know, paint. There, there's, there, no there's zero reason. reason. Zero reason. That's number one. Number two, I also agree 100 with you that. Baldwin is culpable. Now, when I mm-hmm. say that, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface it with this. If you have never taken a life, you have no idea what that man is going through. Yeah. I mean, okay? just look at that picture for those of you that are watching. Mm-hmm. Look at that picture right there of Alec. That yeah. that is, and there's another one that I don't know if it's in this article or not, but that like that picture right there got me. Like the guy is clearly yeah. distraught, he's upset, like. I, I just, oh my God, like, I, I don't know. Oh. I guess it's just the human in me. And mm-hmm. and that's one thing that I just want people to recognize is stop being a, a an asshole. Like, stop, just stop being an asshole. Regardless, yeah. I don't like Alec Baldwin. I, I can't stand his political views. I can't stand the, the shit that he says. But at the same time, you cannot come down on somebody so hard and say, oh, well, that's what he gets. No, 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 no. No. I, I got it. I got your frustrations, but at the same time, like we the have iron, to, we have to be humans. The and, irony and have, is... oh, go sorry, ahead, go ahead. no, 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 please, please. I was going to say like, you just have to remember like the humanity and us. And once we start losing, cause we're the ones that have like the more humanity, because like I said, you got the left that's constantly making fun of like when Rush Limbaugh died, like, oh, ha, ha, he, that's what he deserved or, right. you know, whoever, like, aha, that's, that's disgusting. That, that's a human being. So going around saying like, oh, that's what Alec Baldwin deserves. That's disgusting human trait. And and you're losing your humanity by saying stuff like that. And I, I just think that you should stop and maybe think about what you're actually doing and stop being a hypocrite. Because I guarantee you're probably the same one that was like, I can't believe they said that about Rush. That's so gross. You know, mm-hmm. it's that's a human. That's a human being. The, the thing, uh, you know, and, and I'm going to go back to this example again. I I've never taken a life. Okay. Now I would like to think, and I know myself pretty well. I've lived with myself for 40 something years now. <laughs> if, uh, if somebody was to break in my house right now and I had to shoot them to protect my wife or myself, I would go have a steak afterwards. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you made yourself a threat to me when you have been involved in the taking of a life that was accidental, incidental, or something that you believed was not within your control, which I'm sure Alec Baldwin has probably never touched a real firearm maybe once or twice in his life. And that was probably on a set of another movie. So he probably didn't even know what he was doing. He's still culpable. And I'll get to that in just a second, but Mm -hmm. he probably didn't even know what the hell he was doing. He doesn't know what clear and safe means. Mm -hmm. Okay. So to sit there and try to either politicize it or make jokes or, it's so disgusting and I don't care who's doing it. I don't care Mm -hmm. what your views are. I don't care who you are. You don't know what it means and how that it, 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 you, I don't know what it means, but I have talked to plenty of people. Jen, Mm -hmm. you're a soldier. I know you know people who have had to take a life. Mm -hmm. It takes something out of those people, Mm -hmm. regardless of the circumstances and what that man's going to have to live with for the rest of his life. Yeah. You know, to sit there and ridicule him. I, yeah. The irony's not lost on me, but mm-hmm. it, what good are you doing? Exactly. No. And, and that that's what I was kind of getting at. Like like I said, the, the memes, the memes are funny. They're always funny. I, I do have a sense of humor. But to, to go and stoop to the level of, well, that's what he gets. Because that's what he tweeted back in 2017. Like, no, like you can't, you can't wish, you can't wish stuff like that on others because you're essentially doing the exact same thing that he did in 2017 by saying, right. oh, well, that's what he gets. Like, you can't say stuff like that. That That's, like I said, that is a disgusting human trait that you guys are showing right now. And I just, I highly recommend maybe take a breather and think about what you're saying and yeah. think about what if 
you're just driving down the road and somebody it, trips and falls over the sidewalk and comes across your car and you kill them. Yeah. How would you feel with an accident like that? You know, I'm not saying it's obviously, and you know, I agree. Like I, I do think there was a lot of failures on this part to include Alec Baldwin. You know, mm -hmm. he, he should oh, have some sort of gun training. Like you should know what safe and clear is and you should know how to operate, you know, said weapon. Even if you're just an actor in Hollywood, you should be able to know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like let's stop being gross human beings and let's show a little bit of humanity and hope that he can get through this as best he can. I mean, we don't even know if he's going to face charges yet because I read one article that said that there's very possible that he will get hit with involuntary manslaughter. I don't understand how he cannot, because yeah. if you, Jen, the, you know, this, most of our listeners will probably know this, uh, you know, you're military. I'm former military. I'm uh, a survivalist and a second amendment enthusiast. Mm -hmm. And the first, there's four rules to firearm safety. Treat every gun as if it were loaded. Mm -hmm. Make sure you know your target and what's behind it. Keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to pull the trigger. Mm -hmm. And do not pull the trigger or don't point your weapon at anything you're not willing to destroy. Exactly. These four basic firearm safety, mm -hmm. if he just would have followed two of them. Yeah. It would have been, we could have avoided this. Yeah. And I, I think that it's important to, I think this is going to be an important lesson for Hollywood. This, this is something that they probably should have known already with, oh, you know, the, the various cases like Brandon Lee. There was another case that happened in, I think it was 1985 where, um, because it, before it initially came out that it was a blank. That it was a blank that went off and people were like, how, how does a blank kill people? And it's like, well, you know, we get taught that you don't shoot blank rounds within, you know, three to five feet of someone. Like when we do, do it for training, it's safety kill. Um, but, you know, there's because there's that possibility that projection will come or projectile will come off of that that casing. Um, so, no, that's not what it was. But in 1985, that's what it was, was they were using blanks. And um, I guess they were filming a scene where they were playing Russian roulette and the guy turned the gun in, in the film to shoot himself for mm -hmm. the movie. And yeah. they had blanks in it, not knowing that, you know, those projectiles could come off of those casings. So something that Hollywood needs to really think about is one stop with the real guns on set, like especially and especially with the political stance that y'all have. Mm -hmm. You're going to, you don't want Americans to have guns, but you can play with them on set. They're not toys. So or get the real guns off set. No real ammunition. Um, clear everything. Make sure you check everything. Every like check, recheck, double check, triple check, all that stuff. And then for those scenes, like what he was trying to just, this is just the way I understood it. The way the scene was like coming together. If you have to have a scene where you have somebody that's like pointing it into the camera or towards the camera, think about the safety for the crew. Have like a clearing barrel or something mm -hmm. for them to point point the gun at instead of directly at the camera. You can, there's plenty of magic you can do with the cameras. I know there is. You can angle those cameras special ways and point that gun at a safe thing. But I think the solution to all of it is stop having real guns on set. That. Uh... That that's my problem, Jen. Is that even after this tragedy and the Brandon Lee incident and the other incident, which I know which one you're talking about, the Russian roulette one, Hollywood don't care. Yeah, they're not going to learn their lesson. They're not going to care. They and I hate to say it that way, but they they don't. Yeah, they're not going to. Nothing's going to. Which change. is really surprising to me, considering like some of the stuff that they've taken out of movies and shows, yeah. like smoking. Now you're seeing it more now, but for the longest time, you did not see people smoke yeah. on camera because they were the whole war against people smoking. But now you're seeing it again. But that just it just really surprises me. Like, I mean, it really shouldn't considering how grimy Hollywood is. It really shouldn't <laughs> surprise me. But I don't know. Hopefully, if anything, if if anything comes out of what I'm saying right now, I hope at the minimum, my listeners just just think very deeply on your actions and what you say about another human being and just do better, be better. And if you see someone else doing it, you know, talk to them about it. Like, 
be better. We're supposed to be better anyway. So let, let's not stoop to their level and let's just do better. Just be a better human. Just be a decent human. Yeah. That's you know, it. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I guess if there's one part of this where we are going to agree to disagree, I found none of the memes funny. I thought mm -hmm. this is a tragedy where it's going to mess with a bunch of people's psyche mm -hmm. and we've had a loss of life. Yeah. I, I find nothing about that funny. I actually got into a very poignant and heated disagreement with mm -hmm. a friend and protege of mine who uh, is a libertarian, very second amendment, but also claims to be a man of God. And mm -hmm. I'm like, how can you be a man of God and find any kind of humor in this situation? Yeah. So I, I that, but that, that's like the smallest of things that you, right. can, you and I can And, and I can understand, I really can understand that just because like, right. I know that I do have like a dark humor. Like Anthony Jeselnik right. is probably one of my favorite comedians and he turns any tragedy into a comedy. Like, and mm. it's just because I, like, I just, I can think of it and see the humor in it. But at the same time, like I said, it's, it, it's the, what's bothering me the most is what people are saying. Like, ah, oh, that's what he gets. Mm. That's what he gets. Like, no, somebody just that, lost their life. Like, let's stop that. Like, somebody just died, and nobody deserves to be put into a situation like that, especially mm -hmm. when a situation like that could be avoided. I mean, I have hit animals in my car before that have died, and it bothers me. So yeah. I can imagine what, you know, the taking of another human life. Mm -hmm. it, so it, it, I don't get it. I don't understand why anybody would take any, like I said, the irony's not lost on me, but mm -hmm. that lady's not coming back. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Just, just think about it listeners. And like I said, just be better. You know, you guys hear me preach all the time. It takes nothing to be a decent human being. So this mm -hmm. is one of those moments. Just, just be a decent human being. So, uh, Real quick, so uh, I want to backpedal. You talked about the uh, New York COVID uh, mandate mm -hmm. protests. Did you see the protests that almost got not so nonviolent protests at the Barclays Center for uh, Kyrie Irving? I didn't know it was going to be not violent. Like I did uh, hear about, I did hear about a lot of them out there were standing for Kyrie and and supporting him. I did not know that it was. That oh, it turned they, violent. They, like the security guards were getting pushed and the gates, uh, not the gate, but the railings that mm -hmm. they set outside for events and stuff like that. They started pushing them into the, the these security guys probably make 10 bucks an hour. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they didn't, they don't got nothing to do with it. They probably agree with what the stance you're taking, but they've got to protect. I'll have to find the video and send it to you. But yeah, it got, it got really heated. It was pretty bad. Wow. No, I did not know it got heated. I did hear about it. Excuse me. Yeah. I did hear about it because, you know, I think I think it's great that, you know, a lot of people are standing up and um, doing what's right, because the end of the day, whether man, I'm so tired of talking about this fucking shot. But the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you believe in it or don't believe in it you should not harass the other. Like we're seeing it now on TikTok for any of you guys that follow um, free, uh, these freedoms. Uh, he, he willingly went and got the shot and posted it on TikTok, And he's getting so much hate for making a decision himself. Like you guys, that's what we preach about is it's, it should be our choice. Don't ostracize someone for making their choice, whether they don't want it. If they don't want it, leave them alone. If they want it, Leave them alone. Agreed. Okay. See, look, they're they're trying that is to ridiculous. rush. Ridiculous. Why? Look, look, look at this. Yeah, Why? for those. Of, I don't. I don't want to play it because it's a it's a video from a New York. Look, look at this. They are fighting and pushing these. Look at he almost hit I, the security guard with the rail. But I don't understand, like, what is the point? Like, if anybody can answer me this question, please message me on Instagram or on TikTok and please answer me. Why does this, like, how does that make sense? I felt the exact same way with January 6th. What does pushing your way through people and, and being violent and smashing things, 
what does that, that doesn't prove anything. If anything, that takes away from your message. It was the same with the summer riots mm -hmm. all last year. It mm -hmm. takes away from your message. Whereas you look at the, the protest in New York, that's, and this isn't the first time this protest has been happening. Like um, it was like a month ago where black lives matter and Trump supporters came together to protest against the vaccine. And mm -hmm. that has more of an impact than I'm going to push around some security guards that are just doing their damn job. I, I tweeted and it's, it's still actually getting responses. I, I tweeted this pretty early this morning, about 10 o'clock central time. I tweeted out about imagine going to jail to protest uh, a guy not taking the vaccine or an entitled multimillionaire who doesn't give a crap whether you live or die. You know, because I, I, I'm sorry, I hate to be the one that burst your bubble. I've been around pro and college athletes almost my entire career in television mm -hmm. news. They don't give two shits about you. All they care about is getting that paycheck and getting mm -hmm. those endorsement deals. So all these people, they could have arrested and under Bill de Blasio's New York, I'm surprised they didn't. Mm -hmm. They could have gotten arrested for a guy who doesn't care whether you live or die. Yeah. I don't, that's the part that baffles me. I, mm -hmm. I don't get it at all. Yeah. I, I don't understand it at all. You guys. And, and like, I know the saying where it's like, Oh, violence doesn't solve anything. That's not true. That That's not true. You know, we, we've, we have history. Like we know that violence does at some point solve things, but that's just not, there's a time and a place for it. And that's not the time nor the place. The time for violence is not, hey, this guy isn't going to get to play basketball because he doesn't want to take the jab. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. There's a, a movie called Starship Troopers, really bad sci-fi movie. But Michael Ironside has a really great line in it that pure naked violence, not naked, running around naked, folks. Mm -hmm. But pure naked violence has solved more issues in human history than any other determining factor. So mm -hmm. I agree 100% with what you're saying. But- I don't care if he gets the jab or does it, if he yeah. plays or doesn't F Kyrie Irving, I could care less. Yeah. You know, all he cares about is his pocketbook. Well, his pocketbook mm -hmm. ain't affecting my wallet. So effing. Right. And, and like, I, I, like I can understand to a certain extent, you know, they, they want to support this basketball player for making his own personal choice. And you should, you should stand up because we, we need voices like his, regardless of how you feel about him personally, but we need more voices like his to help. But you're taking away from his message and your message by trying to attack security guards that have zero to do with the NBA's policy. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I still say effing because last year he was all about, <laughs> you know, last right. year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was all about F, F yeah. what this country is doing and what it stands for. Now mm -hmm. he wants to hide behind what this country stands well, for. Well, you know. Kiss my ass. Maybe he's getting red-pilled. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Could be, could be. Oh, man. All right, well, let's uh, wrap this up with some Gen Gen thoughts. So we've been saying for months to hold the line. We've been saying for months the time isn't here yet. I'm here to tell you right now, buddies, and this is going to kind of contradict what I just said, but I'm, I'm here to tell you guys the time is approaching. No, this is not a call for violence or a call to overthrow the government. What this is, is a call for action. You must look locally, go to local rallies, go support local politicians, go support your local businesses. If your place of employment is jumping on board with these mandates, Get with your fellow co-workers and coordinate a stand-down day. We have a huge voice. We need to use those voices and hit them where it matters to them the most. Their wallets. I know it is a sacrifice to some, but at some point, sacrifices are going to have to be made. There are a couple takeaways I had from this past weekend's rally. First off, there is zero reason Trump should have 50,000 people at his rally every single time. I'm just averaging that out. There's zero reason Trump should have 50,000 people at his rally while local politicians or even those going for state representative positions pull in 50, maybe 100 people. Think about that. 
the people that actually are making decisions that affect you personally are bringing in maybe 50 or 100 people where Trump, who isn't anything, he's not the president anymore. Even if he was the president, he his decisions do not affect you personally on a local level. Go support those voices. Hear what they have to say. Gauge whether or not they're going to be legit. Go hear the voices of the opposition. Maybe they have values that align with align better with yours. Maybe they're even willing to work for the people than whatever side you're on. Work more for the people than the side that you're on. Us versus them. Remember that? The second takeaway I took from the rally, we have to stop sitting on our bums. We as American people really missed out on opportunity when Southwest employees walked. What if, hear me out, what if we all walked at the same time? Even if it was just for a day. Imagine how detrimental one day could be for these bigger corporations. You know, those corporations that are in control of everything, the same ones that fill the pockets of those corrupted people in D.C., you know the ones. One day could literally change the world. Be willing to make sacrifices. Be willing to do what is right. The time is coming. And it's going to come quick. Be prepared. And be a decent human being. Just think about it. Think about what being a kind human being to just one person could mean. I think I talked about it last week, you guys. Pay it forward, right? You do it. Somebody else would do it. Somebody else would do it. Eventually, we're just going to have a bunch of kind people. Life will filter out those baddies. Trust me. Thank you, my producer, Bill. And thank each and one of you buddies for tuning in. Bye for now.